Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right, this is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 374, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? How you doing, buddy? Not bad. It's May 10th as we record. A little late. We should come out and say we uh, were a couple days late this week. Just the uh, the weekend never really lined up for recording. Mother's Day. By the way, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there listening. All two and a half of them, maybe. And uh, it just didn't line up. So we're recording Monday night for last week's episode. Nothing like the last minute, right, Bill? It didn't line up. Is that like a corporate nonsense thing, too, about like why you guys <laughs> didn't have your meeting? Yeah, it just didn't line up. Yeah. We couldn't get our ducks in a row. We didn't have our the, Friday I, I meeting. Guess, Is everything okay, Gary? I guess in fairness, by didn't line up, it mean we neither of us messaged each other about recording until this morning. Do you, do you pray like on Sundays that you don't see my stupid head? Because <laughs> you know like, how we all talk in our community <laughs> thing? So like when you just yeah. see my doofy head... My profile picks with me and Fenway. You know it's me individually. Yeah. You were praying not to see that at like six I just, o'clock. I just see that one pop up. I go, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a recording to tonight? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Same time, but tonight. <laughs> I could have too. I was I was available last night, and then but we didn't have anything to talk about. Either way, doesn't matter. We're a little late, so I apologize for that. But here we are on May tenth. And it was like 48 degrees this morning when I left my house. Rainy and cold. It feels like March still. It hasn't been nice yet here in Rhode Island. We had a couple days in like the low 70s, but we haven't had any of those, like the stretch. We haven't had that stretch that you usually get in April. Now here we are in May. And it's nothing. And you love it. You're getting away from this. I love it. How's the weather down there? Beautiful. Did you play golf Beautiful. this weekend? Yeah, I played Saturday. How about Sunday before that uh, Mother's Day brunch? No, no. I was going to play with the kids after, but no, there was nothing happening Sunday after brunch. Just because it was too busy? or No, it's dead. There's nobody there anymore. They're all all up in Rhode Island. Oh, so it's completely dead. Oh, yeah. You just got the Donald Ross buffoons out there. No. Summer members, which they limited this year. Oh, did they? Yeah. So it it was already slow, and now it's just completely slow. Oh, yeah. Me and Kurt played Saturday. We went out at like 3.20. There wasn't anybody out there. That's crazy. Is it in good shape? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. summer now. We're in growth does, season now. It's does beautiful. It get, does it get crispy out there in the summer, or does it stay pretty good? Oh, it's green. Grass. It's lush. Greens are hard, though. Why is that? 
firm? Probably because it's dry. Has it been dry? Windy? Yeah, it has. Yeah. yeah, that's why. Super hard. Yeah. Fast and firm. That's how they like them. I mean, 10, 10 9 on the stint, but like the kids who I play with who are good players, they like hard greens. And I asked why. And they said, because it penalizes people who are in the rough. I'm like, oh, I don't like, need yes, any more panel. Like, if if I stick it from 160 out of the rough, I have to be putting because I don't get right. too many looks at that, you know? The, so they're they're so good that they like their opponents to be penalized for hitting a bad shot. They don't like being in the rough, yes, because yeah. they hit fairways. They hit more fairways. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's messed That's up. crazy, isn't it? That way. Yeah. Yeah. Makes complete sense, though, doesn't it? It does, I guess. But if you're just going out to play, do you really want firm greens just yourself? I guess it's good everybody, practice. Everybody, like I talked to this other guy who plays in some Monday qualifiers. He said the same thing. He said, greens greens are, he goes, they're really hard, aren't they? I said, yeah. He goes, that's the way I like them. I'm like, okay. I mean, I guess for jabronis like us, you just hit like one less club and let it roll up. But if the approaches aren't hard then you get stuck there i mean you're you're very rarely seeing ball marks and like i'll be on the green and i'll see them you know like they're chipping yeah but they might be you know from 30 yards hitting like that you know half sand wedge and you oh, just yeah, hear yeah. the doot like it just has that loud doot almost how you kind of see yeah. you kind of see the dirt come up from the green but there's like yeah. no crater no ball mark Nothing. they do putt nice when they're like that though don't they oh the putting so oh it's so nice Beautiful. I need to get out. I haven't played. I played once so far. I need to get out again. But anyway, you went to that Mother's Day brunch, though? Yeah. How was it? You want to hear what I had? Well, first of all, was there a lot of people there? Because that's no, a pretty it wasn't good deal. like it was for Easter. Yeah, I would imagine not. Because a so lot like of they didn't have right like after they... Easter, right? It depends. Easter was early this year. Usually it's around Easter, but Easter was like it was at my birthday. So it was like the yeah. first weekend of. April, yeah. That's April, kind of so a lot of people stayed. So it was busy, but when we came for Mother's Day, they didn't have, like, they have a formal dining room that they use mm -hmm. for weddings and stuff, and we ended up eating there in there on Easter, and they were actually, it was closed for oh, Mother's so Day. Yeah, so they didn't even need to use it. Yeah. So talk about this spread, because you sent me the menu in an email. What did you think of the menu? I was pretty excited, especially that price is not bad. That price is great, isn't it? Like, you look at that, we're that. so used to Disney prices, and I'm like, wow. I mean, it's not like it's cheap to go. I think thirty nine dollars for that is cheap. No, for what you got, I'm saying brunch in general for forty bucks is not cheap. But yeah, for what you get, that's a great deal. I mean, the seafood. I mean, how many how many oysters on a on a half shell did you go down? I only had uh, three or four. How were they? They were good. Are they northern northern oysters? Yeah, I think I think so. Because I had when we went to North Carolina a couple of years ago. I got oysters and they were disgusting. I hated them. Yeah, they were I, like I didn't ask what they were, but they tasted. Them. Yeah, they tasted northern. Like because whenever I order them out, I always get the Wells Fleet. Yeah, you know what you're getting. Good quality stuff. So I started first of all. They I don't know how they are able to do their bacon buffet bacon, but it is cooked absolutely perfectly. Little yeah. crunch and nice and soft. That's interesting. Yeah, because when you're making that much at a time, you would think you'd have. Some issues. You're going to have some issues. So I started, I went to the omelet station mm -hmm. and I got like a spinach and cheddar omelet with um, tomatoes and something else. So made to order. You go and yep. you tell the chef. Yeah. So now as he's working that, I go to the egg line and I got my uh, sausage patties and some bacon. Well, hold on a second. What's the difference between the omelet station and the egg line? 
Uh the well, it was just the guy who was cooking the omelets was also working the beat the meats. Oh, okay. So it was just two separate lines. I got you. So like all the other stuff was already done. So like they were just scooping. So like they had like scrambled eggs. They had um waffles, French toast, all that stuff. So before you get too deep into it, I have okay. the menu here in front of me. Yep. Thirty-eight ninety-five per person. First, you got assorted breads and danishes. Very nice. Chef salad and seafood bisque, mm-hmm. which sounds really good. And then for the seafood portion, you have half shell oysters, smoked salmon, sesame tuna, honey mustard glazed salmon, and chilled shrimp. So shrimp cocktail, oysters, two kinds of salmon, and some nice tuna. Correct. The hot items include an omelet station that you talked about. Eggs Benedict. Was that mm-hmm. like a whole setup? Or mm-hmm. were they like kind of pre-made? They were kind of, they were pre-made. That's still good though. Belgian waffles, French toast casserole, home fries, bacon sausage, roast beef carving station, fried shrimp, chicken marsala. Now we're getting into the more lunchy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some ancient grain blend mac and cheese, Yukon gold mashed potatoes, fresh vegetables, and then assorted desserts. I mean, that's quite a spread. It's a good spread. All right, so keep keep going on. You had the omelet, you got some bacon, you got some sausage, I assume. And I got a bowl of the uh, seafood bisque. How was that? That was good. That intrigued me, the seafood yep. bisque. Yeah. Because like right. what's the diff- what would you say is the difference between that and a lobster bisque? It, it tasted less- like a, it had little clumps of lobster, so it rem- if they said it was lobster bisque, I would have bought it. Okay, so pretty pretty simple. It was like that pinkish color. It was mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Sounds good. Um, and then I just I started going for the roast beef. Of course, yeah. At the carving station. Yep. And by roast beef, it was basically a prime rib. It was prime rib, yeah. Basically the picture you showed. It was just yep. prime yeah. So he was cutting it nice and thick, throwing some au jus on it. I was I was just in love. I got one piece where I had like the nice burnt end. Oh, I love it. And that. it was so good. So I made a comment and everybody at my table was laughing. Now t- you tell me if this is a ridiculous question. I'm sure has. it is. Okay. Right, go ahead. I asked if it was unnormal to have thoughts of making love to pro- roast beef. Who did, were these? Just random people you were no, sitting with? No, I asked Mister uh, my cousin, his girlfriend, and Kristen. Okay. Is that un, is that abnormal to have those? Is thoughts? that an abnormal question to ask? That's how good this. Keep in mind, this roast beef was just. I didn't want it to end. Is it? It's. I would say it's abnormal. But I can understand it. You understand the question, correct? I understand the question because I've been there with certain things, and I don't, I'm not in love with prime rib. I'm not a huge prime rib guy. So I think I, I may have actually asked that question at Schuler's. Come to think of it, mm, and that would that would make more sense. Yeah, I get it. You understand it, right? Yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, it's you know, light <laughs> a couple candles, turn the lights down, <laughs> play some Barry White. Hey, That's how. Hey. How good this roast beef was, Billy. Yeah, I see. I get that. But then they had at the end too. They had uh, a, a a dessert table. They had mm. creme brulee. They had a couple different cakes. A carrot cake. They had it. Um, cheesecake. Yeah, it's a lot of food. Mm-hmm. Did you do any of the? Well, you had the roast beef. Did you do like the chicken marsala or anything? You I just, did not. Yeah. I did not because I. It's just the roast Once beef you is got something a, that good. You can't go away from. It. I just can't. Like, I, no, you don't want to fill up on waffles and stuff like that. I'm surprised. How was the omelet? It was very good. It was a professional omelet. Was it like 
just a, an unlimited topping kind of thing, like just tons of options for yeah, whatever you want: to mushrooms, get. ham, bacon. That's nice. That's good stuff. You're kind of a simple omelet guy, though, right? You don't go crazy when you do it. Yeah, I'm not like going goat cheese or anything. I'm a very simpleton when it comes yeah. to omelets. I like good omelets. That sounds pretty good. And not not a bad price. I think that's a great price. How was the raw seafood bar though? The the shrimp cocktail. Do you have shrimp any cocktail? I had the shrimp cock. Yeah, I failed to mention I had oysters and shrimp cocktail as well. You can get your you can get your money's worth of that. Mm -hmm. If you really want to go to town on some shrimp cocktails, some oysters, you could do some damage. You could do some damage. Oh, that's very good. Well, would you like to hear about my unofficial beer sponsor of the week? Go this ahead. Week? This is from uh, this is a collaboration between Appenog Brewery and Beer oh, on Earth. This is the Riverside Wit. It's a wit beer with orange peel and chamomile brewed with local malt. It's got a picture of a roller coaster on it. Five percent alcohol by volume. It's got raccoon on there. I don't know what he's doing. Was he part of Rocky Point? That raccoon. Oh, I didn't go to Rocky Point. You never went to Rocky Point. Maybe once. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. All right. Well, one sip. Everybody knows the rules. Riverside Whip. This is not bad. It's got the little bit of orange. Not as strong as I would think. Crisp. I like this. It's not bad. This one's good. Uh, six point eight for this one. The Riverside Wit by Appenog Brewery and Beer on Earth. What do you think of that? Six point eight. Yeah, relatively oh. low score, parts. Relatively low. Okay. I don't want to go too crazy. Should we take a, a break here? On sure. No. All right. We'll be right back. We are back from break. This is episode number 374 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week, we're going to play a little game. Is that right, sir? Yes, sir. And what's the name of this game? Is it Would You Rather. Would You Rather. So you're you going to pose some questions to me mm -hmm. with options, and I have to decide. Would I rather choose A or B? Are these going to be like some dumb ones, some like, well, we'll I guess we'll find out, right? It's interesting because I could see some like, would you rather only eat at Pinocchio Village House or only ride, you know, Dumbo or something like that? But we'll see what they are. And you've got these all uh, rolling around in that noggin of yours up yep. there. Yep. It's 
Beautiful. Should we get right into it? Or sure. is there any, any other rules that I need to know about? Or no. Very simple. You're coming in blind. Very simple. I know nothing about this. All right. Let's get started then. Okay. Question number one. Question one. Would you rather make love to A, roast beef, or B? No, that's not a real question. No, well, I was getting ready to. <laughs> you got your pencil there writing the stuff down. Okay. Roast, roast beef. Hold on. R-O-A-S-T. Yeah, go ahead. Would you rather landscape of flavors or everything pop? Ooh. Would I rather? I would rather eat at everything pop because okay. that's that's more home to me. That 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 makes you feel like you're um vacationing with the family. Yeah, you don't have any though. any emotional draw to everything or to uh, landscape, landscape of flavors. I'd have nothing bad about it. I've been there a couple times, but nothing. It's not a huge draw to me. Like. Just the mem- the smells and the sounds and everything pop just brings you back to those family vacations to so that 2014 trip. We spent some we spent some good times there, even you and I, and then of course with the with the rest of my family as well. So, was that your first time staying there? At Pop? Yeah, in 2014. Yeah, no, we went. Um, the whole family went in 2008 or nine. And we stayed there. And then Sarah and I went, not on our honeymoon, but we went again December the same year, and we stayed at Pop, the two of us. Yep, that was after 2014, because you guys are married. Yeah, we got married in 2011. We went in 2011. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, that's right. I'm doing, yeah, my math is completely jacked right now. So I think I stayed there three or four times. Oh, okay. But before that, yeah. But, yes, I do like Pop. What would you have picked? Same same choice for the same reasons, or well, you could ask you could ask me these questions next time we play this. Oh, okay, we'll have to wait. I don't want to spoil it then. I apologize. That's okay, parts. All right. Question number two then. Question number two. Would you rather Carousel of Progress? Ooh. Oh, the people mover. That's tough. I knew you were going to throw that yes. second one in there. The people mover. Progress. Now, is this like you're in you're in uh, Magic Kingdom and you can only do one that day? Or is this you have to like eliminate one and you only get to go on one the rest of your life? No, I don't want to put a gun to your head. Say this is your last day on your trip. And you only have a half hour, and you can only and do you, one and, and you can only do one before you gotta you gotta catch that plane. Yep. With that caveat, I think Carousel of Progress is the way to go because you want that you want that song stuck in your head the whole way home. You want you want your final attraction to be one of Walt's originals, but that's tough because if I the first one I go to. Is always the people mover. As soon as I get into Tomorrowland, people mover is the first the first option. You know, man. Yeah, Car- I think Carousel of Progress. If that's Carousel my last ride, last ride of the trip between those two, those are my options. I think I go Carousel of Progress. 
I could only do one on the whole trip, it might be People Mover. That could change the whole equation. You know what I mean? Yeah. One day in Magic Kingdom, you can only do one for your whole trip. I think People Mover, because I think that's my favorite. So you like People Mover better than... I think I do, yes. That's tough. I'll, I'll stick with Carousel Fright. That's a good question, though. That's a tough mm-hmm. one. Because you know, I mean, it's not like... You could have said either of those with any other attraction. It would have been a no-brainer. If you said People Mover versus anything else besides Carousel of Progress, I would have picked People Mover. You said Carousel of Progress versus Yeah, anything you know else. what, though? I was going to throw in um, Splash Mountain. And I love Splash Mountain, but I'd still take either of those over that. You would? Okay. Yeah. Even though that's going away forever, and I may never ride it again in its current form, depending on timing, but we'll get to that. Very that was a good question. I like that. Thank you. You have another one lined up? Well, we were talking quick service earlier. Now we're going to do one credit dining. Okay. Chefs de France. Mm-hmm. Or Rose and Crown. Oh, that's another tough one. That's a tough one. It is tough because I've been to Rose and Crown more. And I like it a lot. But I think Because for most people listening, oh, that's a no brainer. You think so? It is, no, well, I think some people it is. See, I think it's tough. I think a lot of people really like both those places. I think I'd go with they both have great atmosphere for different reasons. Oh, that's tough. I've been to Rosen Crown more and more recently, so I'm leaning towards Chef de France, but I I love Rosen Crown. The food's good. I think the food's a little better at Chef de France, though. But the atmosphere is a little better. Who am I going with? My by myself or with my family, with you, with the gentleman's trip. What's the what's the situation? Because that could change. But if you're with your date, roast beef. Oh, I'm with roast beef. Well, if I'm going with roast beef, like the fatty prime rib, I think we got to go to Rose and Crown, have a couple yeah. beers. You know. So no, you're, think... you're all you're all like almost all over the place with this. I'm all over. I'm gonna pick Chef de France on this one. I think that's right. my final choice because. I haven't been there as much, and I really enjoyed it, and I, I'm dying to try it again. So, But, again, can't go wrong with either. That's another good one. You're giving me all good options here, things that I really like. I didn't know if you were going to be mean and give me make me choose between two things I don't like. Maybe that's yet to come. I, haven't, I don't even think I've thought of that. You know, you could really be like, I could make you pick between, like, Waiting in line to meet Cinderella and, you know, waiting in line to go on uh, Seven Dwarf Mine Train for 90 minutes. What would you rather do? You know, that's a tough one, right? But I won't because I'm not that mean. And it's not my not my questions to ask. You got another one for me? What do you, you think? Know, are you surprised by any of my answers yet? Um. No. You thought I'd pick Chef de France. See, that's the only one that I figured you might think I was going to go Rose and Crown. The other two, I think I gave what you think. 
Chef de France is great. It is good. It's really good. And I know, like, the the tipping point was, I know my wife likes it better. She would definitely like it better than Rose and Crown. Like, that's more her style. So I'm thinking of, like, going with her and the girls. Chef de France would be the choice. That's why I picked it. Well, Chef de France is so good, and but yet it's so safe, too. Because you can bring kids there. It's not like... It's not the, menu, the menu's fine. I love the menu. It's But the nice thing about it is... There's, it's a little adventurous if you want it to be, but then it's very safe if you want it. To it can be, be as uh, yeah, as adventurous as, you know, or as safe as you want it to. Like my 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 dad likes it. Put it that way. That means it's a pretty safe menu. How about Mathery though? Does she like it? I don't know that she's. She must have been. We'll have to I'll have to reach out. I'm sure she would because they have kind of like standard stuff like mac and cheese and that kind of stuff that she would definitely get. Whew, this is tough. This is tougher than I thought it would be. All right, come on, bring another one. You know what? Maybe I'll throw maybe I'll throw a, a signature one at you now. Ooh, a, a curveball. Okay. You can really mess me up with this. I know I think I already know the question and I don't know the answer. But go ahead. Do you want to ask the question to yourself? Yeah. Would okay. I rather go to Gico or California Grill? That's that's the question, but that's the question. I know that's the question, <laughs> and I don't know the answer. That's that's a <laughs> that's the question, and I don't know the answer. Now Pete likes meat. <laughs> he would have picked Gico, but then the head chef from Gico went to California went to Cali Grill. Grill. Correct, because Cali Grill was going downhill, and then they took him over there. So if you listen to Pete likes meat, <laughs> Cali Grill is the way to go. Oh Jesus, <laughs> we're so awful, so messed up. You still won't wear that shirt, would you? I might. It depends what's on it. I told you that. I told you if it's if it's his just his head holding in his, like a cartoon animation of his head holding a hot dog. I might eat that. <laughs> what if would it? You... How about what if it was him, a cartoon of him <laughs> holding a hot dog, and his shirt just said "I heart meat" on it? Would that be good? Like yeah. you know, like the T-shirt, like the "I love New York" T-shirt. He would just say, I, I love meat. Pete loves meat. He does. He, does, he doesn't like, even like seafood, though. Well, that's the thing. He likes meat. Yeah. I mean, he's always eating steak and burgers. and He's not a big veggie guy. Big meat guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame him. Now, would he have, like, the cigarette in the other hand? Like, Yes, of course. In the hot, yes, the hot dog in one the cigarette. He's got the magic band on. <laughs> Is there any way you could design this? I can. I'll work on it. Cause that would be so stupid. You you had 32, 32 new shirts with. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I got an email from T Public the other day. What about... do you got? We have so much money. You got to take money out or something? <laughs> Not quite that, but you know how much money we've made on that? No. You want to guess? You're gonna overguess it because I I built it up. Ah, uh, like sixty bucks. Wow, you were dead on sixty three dollars. That's insane. Sixty three dollars. I think we could not really make money off it, but we could probably pay for the podcast with the shirts if we had some good designs. Yeah, we could. I'm telling no. you, that pe- that one could sell some shirts. You that start- would sell a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we all have like our meetup, like like the geeking on WDW. Yeah. That's all of us. We're all we were in our Pete likes meat shirts. They could call us meatheads. This is the, oh, the meatheads meetup. 
Because Schaefer would wear one. I think Doug would. Do you? Yeah. Zach definitely. Zach would. I don't hundred percent. I don't think he'd probably Sue get one would. for his daughter in like the kid's size. You imagine showing up and it's me, Sarah, and the two girls. We all have matching Pete like meat shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin Mike. Oh, that's so just stupid, isn't it? <laughs> he's like shirts on button. He's got his New York chain on. Oh. <laughs> imagine like if he was like this was his first week where he's I gotta check out a couple different different po- or Disney podcasts and this is the first they're not talking about me huh? <laughs> do you think he would like it or hate it I don't I don't know if he would have the sense of humor to go along with it no I don't think he, no would you like it if this was so you if they were talking about you in this way I wouldn't care I would think it's funny you would I'm, I'm messed up though that is funny though isn't it the That's hot dog and the funny. cigarette <laughs> I think uh, I think Gico's the answer though. Now, tell, now, now walk me through this. I like. I think it's more just to be slightly contrarian, because everyone loves California Girl across the board. Everyone would pick that. I want to be a little outside the box. Gico, I like the location. I love the inside of the restaurant, and the food's just a little more adventurous, so you can really go a little. A little more crazy there. Cali Grill's like more traditional kind of, I don't want to say steakhouse because it's certainly not a steakhouse, but just a more traditional fancy restaurant, I guess. Yeah, I'd say Gico, but I'd, I'd be happy with either, obviously. Two great That's options. surprising. I thought because you told me that Cali Grill was at the top of your list. I know. I, it changes day to day. You ask me tomorrow, it might be Cali Grill. That's the, you're the same way though with signatures, because they're ask, all because they're all so fantastic. They're all very good, yes. And it doesn't matter no matter where you go. Like I haven't been to Narcusis in a while, so that's fallen kind of off my radar. Yeah, because you're a recency guy. And now I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna be like, I forgot how good it was. Pods, yeah. best uh, <laughs> lobster biscon property. <laughs> it's tough. It is tough to choose from those. Like, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I'm gonna say Gico for now. For today. I think that's fear. What's my last? Do Do you have one more? Or two more? What's going on? I have. I mean, I have one more. You want me to? Co- I could come up with two with a second one. Yeah, go ahead. We'll keep it going. I'm enjoying this, but give me the one you have, and then if you come up with something else, something strikes you. All right. We're going to talk deluxe resorts. Ooh, okay. But we're not going to talk about the ones that you love. Oh, all right. We're going we're to go talk about one's, ones kind of at the bottom of your list. My second tier of the deluxes. Okay. Grand Floridian. Okay. Or the Contemporary. That is tough. Is it Now, this is like prices no... Yeah, no, yeah, no, no price, and just where would you well, assume they're the same exact price? Yep. Okay. Hmm. They both have a walking path to the Magic Kingdom because that could have been a that could have been a uh, a bump up for the contemporary until recently. The food's so much better at the Grand Floridian, in my opinion. Contemporary is not really my style, but neither is the Grand Floridian. But I, 
I, I just like the... Although nothing's in the lobby anymore. Like, I could just hang out in that lobby. Even still. This... I'm definitely leaning towards Grand Floridian. Really? Not my style. It's just so not your your thing, huh? No. I just I Bay Lake Tower. Now if you say which DVC, Bay Lake Tower or Grand Floridian DVC, I may switch back over to Bay Lake Tower. See now, and after what I've been doing research wise, yeah. Grand Floridian's way better. It's a better DVC. I was I was re- I was watching something. And I'm I'm shocked at this. They said that um, Bay Lake Tower is one of the smallest rooms on property. Oh, for DVC? Yeah, people have said that they would rather stay in the contemporary A-frame oh, than wow. they would their DVC. That's how small these rooms are. I heard I they are tiny. That. Oh, see, I didn't realize. That. I've seen some. I haven't watched in a while. Now, YouTube. obviously, we're talking studios, but right, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards. Uh, Grand Floridian. I like the pool. That DVC pool's nice there. The main pool's very nice yep. at the Grand Floridian. I think it's better than the contemporary one. Now, do you need to be... You don't have to be staying in the DVC to use the DVC pool at the no. Grand Floridian, do you? I didn't think so. No. The food's just better. Now, however, you do it the contemporary. Contemporary guests can't get in because that's a magic band. I don't know why it's so popular, but it's a magic band to get in. Oh, for the Bay Lake Tower pool? Yeah. That one? Yeah. You're right, though. The food is so good, fantastic, and I, I mean, I'll good. put 19, 1900s better than Chef Mickey's. Definitely. Um, Definitely. I, the Wave and Grand Floridian Cafe, I don't know which one's better because I like them both, but, but you, I think you like the cafe better. I do like the cafe better, but I'd be willing to give the wave another shot. But it's close. I mean, it's not like the wave is definitely better. That's close. Correct. And then you have one signature versus three. If you count Victorian Albert. Yeah. I'm not going to even count that. But yeah, it's between Citricos and and Narcusi. Although the lounges are probably better at the contemporary since they ruined Meisner's. Yeah, the but then the outer better, the right? outer rim is nothing. To, I like it, but it's nothing to. But even if you want to drink in the bar at the restaurant, like the the bar at the Griff at the uh, California Grills, better than the bar at like. And I like the bar at the Wave too. Yeah, that's nice too. That's a really nice vibe in there. That bar. I'm still gonna stick with Grand Floridian, but um, that's a good question though, because like you said, those are. Two not high on my list to stay at. Interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have went that route. But yeah, Grand Floridian, I think, would be... Just I have better memories in that building, just hanging out in the lobby. Even though they stripped everything away that I enjoyed about that lobby, it still holds good memories. still a great lobby, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Do you have a bonus one? Yeah, you want to? You know, let me throw a bonus one at you, please. Epcot at night mm. or Magic Kingdom at night? Oh, that's tough. You know, I'm going to throw you a, a little curveball because I'm not the biggest. You know, I'm not a huge Magic Kingdom guy. Like, I like it, but I don't. It's not my favorite. But I think Magic Kingdom is so much better at night than it is during the day that I think it jumps ahead of Epcot at night mm-hmm. because 
One, Illuminations is gone. I don't know what that new show is going to be like. The stuff like a World Showcase starts closing. Even when they stay open late, you can't get a drink past 9 o'clock anyway. Everything like closes at 9 in World Showcase, even if you... Even if they have extra magic hours or if they're open till 11, everything closes down. And then you get the idiots like stumbling around. Right. You know, but you know, idiots like you and I stumbling around drunk at night at Epcot. Where Magic Kingdom, although they took, once they took away the Main Street Electrical Parade, that really hurt their nighttime. But I still like it. I like doing a lot of the rides at night in the Magic Kingdom, and there's just not as much to do. You don't get a benefit for being in Epcot at night, I think, because a lot of stuff's indoors there. Right. Where Magic Kingdom, you get more. So I'm going to go with Magic Kingdom at night over Epcot at night. Okay. And I know that's probably, that might be a surprising answer to you, but I think I have good, uh, good sound reasoning behind that one. What do you think? I agree. You agree with me? Yeah. You like that answer. Did you think I was going to go that way? No. No. But you you like the answer. Because you're not a big Magic Kingdom guy. I'm not, but at night it's great. I love it. It is. Closing down Magic Kingdom might be my, one of my favorite things to do. Oh, walking out, walking down Main Street with just all the lights. Yes. Yeah, that's fantastic. That was good. So Some good would-you-rathers. Anything else? Uh, I have a quick one for you. All right. Because I know um, this is going to go to the golf. I know Magnolia is your number one, but would you rather play the Palm or Lake Buena Vista? I couldn't put Magnolia in there because I know you'd pick that in a heartbeat. I'd have to say the Palm. The Palm, just because it's in that complex. Yeah, I like that over there. That's nice. The just because it's just it's it's in it's in the woods. Like, I love the Palm. LBV. Kind of reminds me of just a Florida resort course. Yeah. It's very, it's a great course for a Disney nerd, though. Which LBV. one, LBV? Yes. Yeah, because, because you're, you're going through winding around the resorts. resorts. You see the, the ferry boats going by. But I think as a golf course, I think Palm's better. Yeah. It's a better track. Just a quick one for you. I think I, I still like Lake Buena Vista. Because of the Disney aspects, but as far as just a golf course palm, I like. And I like being in the complex with the Palm Magnolia and Oak Trail. Like that pro shop's so much nicer. Oh God, yeah. The whole clubhouse, you know, everything's built up more there. It's like Lake Buena Vista is almost an afterthought. It's not bad. Like the locker rooms are okay and everything, but that pro shop's tiny. Yeah. Everything like it's weird how it's like downhill. You don't see anything until you go like up the hill and around the corner. Driving it just feels. It just has a weird feel. It does. Like the pro shop at the Palm Magnolia has like a like a lodge feeling, which it it was. It was the Disney right. Inn that had that lodge feeling, but this one feels like like almost like a a dumpy public course pro shop. You feel like you're. Yeah, when you're at the at Lake Buena Vista, you feel like, like with you're the with the panel, the like with the panel. Yeah, yeah, you feel like you're not supposed to be there. But like Palma Magnolia feels very much like you get walk like you walk in and that the golf cart, the Mickey Mouse golf cart's right out there, and you know right. you're in the right spot. Like 
Lake Buena Vista, you got to walk down a long, dark hallway with low ceilings to get just to the pro shop. And then go through. Like, you can't even see the golf course. Right. Until you're out of the pro shop, up a hill, you know, 500 yards away. Very different. All right. Very interesting. Glad I could slip one in for you, though, here at the end. You think Peter plays golf? I don't think so. No, I don't either. I wouldn't I wouldn't take him for a golfer. He probably would have mentioned it at some point. <laughs> Anything else? No. Whatever just, happens I, if I wanted to actually go for work for go to work for him and he's like, let me listen to some of your stuff. I don't think you have to worry about either of those situations. You don't think he's gonna you don't think you don't think I have a chance to be one of his interns? But you, I don't think so. All right. That's I don't good. think you fit the qualifications. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. We'll be right back. Back for break. You just got through listening to episode number 374 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. A little Disney Would You Rather questions from Mike to me. I like that. A little change of pace. We actually got in the parks a little bit. Yeah. Just something we don't we don't talk about. But inside much. the gates, they very nice. And uh, I'd love to hear from our listeners on social media. Reach out with your answers to those questions. Where would you rather rather eat at uh, Chico or California Grill or Rose and Crown or Chef de France? Epcot at night versus Magic Kingdom at night. The resort question is good, but I th- think a lot of people would be choosing from their top two where you're probably choosing from my bottom two. Deluxe. Yeah, exactly. So it's still a good question, even though it wasn't aimed that way towards me. And then landscape of flavors versus everything pop. Some good ones there. You didn't. You haven't frequented uh, landscape of flavors much. Just I had your breakfast, breakfast right? There, and then I think we got a snack there one time when I was with the. We were walking around with the girls, but nothing crazy. I'd like to have a lunch or dinner there at some point. Check that out. But I like. It. I'm you an everything to, pop guy. What can I say? You'll have to stay there sometime. Yeah, I think we probably will in the future. The Little Mermaid Room might be good for the for the girls. Anyway, I don't have anything else to add here. How about right. you? No. Should I wrap it up? Wrap it up, hearts. Well, you know you can uh, go to our T Public page. <laughs> go to uh, maybe we'll find the uh, Pete likes meat shirt at some point. tpublic.com slash user slash wdwbtg. You could find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at WDWBTG. 
Can you imagine if we got a cease and desist from from Pete for using his likeness? Get <laughs> <laughs> a letter in the mail from a lawyer. That'd be messed up. That'd be fantastic. I would love that. I think we could move a lot of that. <laughs> move a lot of merch. Yes. <laughs> um, you can find us wherever you download podcasts. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. How about YouTube? YouTube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. What's going on over there? You got anything uh, in the works? I'll have something up in the next day or two. Yeah, from your most recent trip or some something older? Ah, we can get something from our most recent trip. Ooh, I'm excited to see some of that. Very nice. So check us out there. Our website, wdwbtg.com. You can email the show info at wdwbtg.com. Mike at wdwbtg.com. And Gary at wdwbtg.com. Did I miss anything? I don't believe so. All right. Well, that's going to do it for episode number 374 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. From my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Hopefully not a day late. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. M-O-Y.